Coming to you from the heart of the heartland, you're listening to Life Chat, a podcast designed to help independent agents make life easy. It's important to note the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of EMC National Life. Now it's time to get things started. Let's join our life insurance team. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Life Chat, where we make conversations about life easier. I'm Anna Coleman, Marketing Communications Coordinator with EMC National Life, and I will be your host today. Joining me is Brian Browder, Workplace Life Sales Manager. Hi, Anna. Thanks for having me today. Thank you for being here, Brian. And we have Kurt Till, Senior Life Sales Representative. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us, Kurt. Here at EMC National Life, we like to make life easy, and one way we are doing that is through our Simplify Life campaign by addressing commonly asked questions and topics about life insurance. Today's topic is workplace sales. Now on to our experts, Kurt and Brian. Can you describe the difference between group term life and voluntary life? Good question to start off, Anna. Um, Group term life is a very widely known benefit that is most generally provided by one's employer. Um, Group term life, well, how do I put it in in layman's terms? It's, It's looked at as a benefit that an employer gives to all employees. Um, one of the big misnomers with group term life, when an employee says, Hey, yeah, I have life insurance. Problem is this, it's generally not enough for that person's complete final expenses. The great thing is it's an employer benefit. It's a certificate that the employer actually holds. And the issue also comes about that that employer can get rid of it at any time for any reason. So the employee has again the thought that, hey, yeah, I got great life insurance. But again, they don't have enough. On the flip side, voluntary life, that person owns that product. It's theirs. They get to take it with them when they leave that place of employment. So two main differences right off the bat. There you have it. That's great. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, I think that's important to know too, because I think a lot of times with, with with producers or agencies that haven't written a lot of voluntary life, there can be confusion between voluntary life and group life. So employer paid and employee paid. So it's it's always good to kind of differentiate the two. I think the word that you just used right there, Kurt, confusion, right, is is widely spread. It's on the behalf of the individual that is the recipient of the benefit. And oftentimes it's also a matter of educating, say the insurance agent. Sure, we come off as professionals, but there's that big misnomer that group term life is is what you need. Sure, it's what you need, but the issue also can be that when somebody starts off working at XYZ Manufacturing, they get, let's just say, 10, 25, 50,000 or a multiple of, of their salary. So they're, they're 30 years old when they start XYZ manufacturing, ABC manufacturing, whatever you have. And they work there for many, many years, but something happens in between where there's a health event and now they're not considered insurable. So they retire at age 62 
They know that they have life insurance, but the issue may be that insurance that the, that the employer provided for them is now unaffordable. And so what do you do? Because somewhere in between those many, many years, they didn't get life insurance that they personally own. Now what do you do? And or if they can answer the evidence of insurability questions, they don't qualify. They can't afford it. If they can, those rates go up every four to five years. And or the benefit that they had, those benefits decrease based on their age. So it's education. And that's what I think that we're here to help our agents with so that they in turn can help their client with. So I have a quick question. With group term life, if they leave that employer, you said they can answer some questions to keep coverage? Depends on the certificate, Anna. But most generally, there is a convertibility issue. But again, there are stipulations on that. It's all going to depend on what the employer wants to do. Exactly. So then that leads into benefits and advantages of doing voluntary life. Can you expand on that a little bit? Well, it's a very simple process for voluntary life. It's a payroll deducted benefit, most generally paid for 100% by the employee. It's not a fully underwritten product. It is a portable benefit. So our products at EMC National Life, the client owns that. So when you talk about portability, there's an issue there. Our products don't have to be ported because once the employee signs the application, they already own it. So the difference is then when they leave that employer for whatever reason, it's going to be no longer payroll deducted. And then that individual can just set it up as a direct pay with us. A very simple, easy process. Um, As I mentioned, it's not a fully underwritten product. Most generally in the workplace arena, these are simple questions. They're knockout questions. You don't have to have a nurse come and visit somebody at their place of employment or their residence providing a scale where somebody has to get on a scale. Who wants to do that? And there's no fluids required. Um, so, Brian, for the agents out there, and I know we work with quite a few that, that play in the voluntary world and are very successful with it. For the agents out there that have never been in that, that arena and have never done voluntary life, can you kind of explain a little bit on what the whole enrollment process would look like? Sure, Kurt. It's actually a very simple process, as I previously mentioned. What we want to do is get our agents, as they already have a great working relationship with said business owner, just approach that business owner. Hey, listen, I'd like to talk to your employees and help them better understand the need for life insurance. Starting off with a group meeting is probably one of the best ways to introduce the need for life insurance. I'm reluctant to even made, make this comment, but but I will. Over the last number of years, life insurance has been on the forefront of a lot of employees' minds. And the simple fact is this, where do employees get their benefits? At their place of employment. That employer offers health insurance, dental, vision, maybe a 401k. 
People need life insurance and they know they need it, but nobody goes to talk to them about it. So starting off with a simple introduction within a group meeting. So let's just say there's 50 employees there. You're going to get a huge response that, yeah, I don't think I have enough or, hey, listen, so-and-so passed away recently and they found out they didn't have enough to even provide a final expense. So talking to people in a very simple format, in a very easy, relaxed environment. Again, start off with a group meeting and then get that employer to allow you to talk to people on a one-on-one -on -one basis. That's where you're gonna see the largest participation where you can now sit with somebody on a one-on-one -on -one basis, answer the questions that they have. So that right there, I think, would be the first process. Our applications are simple, they're easy. Again, there's no uh, fully underwritten type issue that you have to go through. Simple questions. Have you had heart attack, stroke, cancer? If the answer is no, you move on to the next question. So out of 50 employees, you might be able to write 35 of them easy enough. And therefore, you're helping improve the lives of those clients, helping your employer that you're a good friend with, most likely, because you're already writing business with them, help the employees. You're providing a service. You're providing education. So, Brian, kind of what I'm hearing is the advantages for the agent. You know, if you're already working with the business owner, you're insuring the building. You're insuring the equipment probably insuring the fleet, probably doing the workers comp. Why not insure the employees? Exactly. You know, we've seen the, st the statistics, you know, the more lines of business that you have, the less likely that that client's going to leave. And it's even bigger when you have life insurance in place because exactly. nobody shops life insurance. Right. And that term is called sticky, right, Kurt? Yeah. Keeping, keeping that sticky account client. sticky. It's a new term I learned. It's kind of fun. And the other thing being is for the agent on you know, just the business side, it's just so much more efficient. You know, you can go into a household, talk to a husband and wife, get two applications, or you can go talk to a business, which you already work with. Most people probably know you. Talk to 50 and you write 35. Sounds like a good deal to me. Right. And is there a minimum number of employees for voluntary life? For our products, Anna, once again, excellent question. We only need five people to start what I would just universally state is a list bill. That list bill, again, meaning the employee is paying 100% of the premium. So here's the best clothes that I have for an agent to go talk to the business owner. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, if a minimum of five of your employees are willing to pay 100% of the premium, would you just be kind enough to payroll deduct it for them? Nice, simple, sweet, no pressure. Sounds like a good deal to me. Anything else you want to touch on before we conclude? And, and to the agents out there listening, you know, if there's ever a time that this sounds like something you want to talk more about or, or maybe look more into or, or have an opportunity, don't ever hesitate to, to call Brian or call myself shoot us an email. We're more than willing to help out. Absolutely. I mean, that's what we're here for. Great conversation. Thanks, Anna. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you, Kurt and Brian. 
This episode is part of our Simplify Life Agent Education Campaign. We are simplifying the life insurance conversation and making it easier to understand for our agents and the average consumer. Visit our microsite at emcsimplifylife.com for videos, podcast episodes, articles, social media, and more. If you have any ideas or questions for future podcast episodes, please email us at lifechat at emcnl.com. Link will be in the show notes. We would love to hear from you. Thank you, Brian and Kurt, for joining us on our podcast today and for a great discussion on workplace sales. Have a great day. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.